Oh, we're here. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Teardrops, the best tearless podcast on the Easter Seaboard within the time zone that would fit here chronologically in the area of the 302 area code all the way down to still 302. You know how it is. This is your host, Mitchell, and with me always, Stephen. Stephen, how's it going, buddy? Howdy. I am very excited for this episode. I'm really looking forward to this one. Oh, yeah. You know what? So we're continuing on. We have, so far, the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in the world, Disney. And mm-hmm. we talked about two of their products that made them the most amount of money. It's got to be Marvel, and it's got to be Star Wars. Yes. So obviously, we got to talk about number three, Pixar. Pixar movies make a ton of money, but we got a lot to go over, man. We got <laughs> so many films, and we know this is going to be one of those things where, like, these films just, like, have embodied our childhoods. Oh, for sure. Without like, a doubt, we've man. seen all these. So just to clarify, for everyone new checking it out, we're going to be ranking these all these Pixar films, starting with the top of the S rank, going to A, to B, to C, and as always, the dog water rank. <laughs> The worst of the worst when it comes to these films. And I gotta be honest, this might be the first time we do not put anything in dog water. Yeah. Like Pixar I, I, usually does a good job with it. I I still like love that term dog water. I just immediately started yeah. laughing. Yeah, it's it's the best. Yeah. But we have a lot to go through. So we're gonna start off and I gotta I gotta hit this one up. We gotta just start with probably the biggest one in my opinion the biggest Pixar film. And I want to know your guess. If you had to guess, what do you think the biggest, like, most influential, like, Pixar film would be? Which one do you think it is? Oh, it's got to be Cars 3. Ooh, ooh, that's such a good (laughs) guess. That's such a good guess. It's wrong, but it's a good (laughs) guess. We're starting off with my main film, Toy Story. Yeah. The original, the OG. Honestly, Toy Story is one of those films that not only did it spawn all the sequels, but if it wasn't popular... I guarantee you none of these other films would have seen the light of day. No. It's crazy. It's brought up so much. There was toys. I remember growing up, I had a Toy Story sleeping bag Mm. that had like Buzz Lightyear and Woody or something on it. And I remember going over my friend's house and they all had the exact same Toy Story (laughs) sleeping bag. Like it was just like parents basically got like a free pass for what to buy kids for Christmas. It was like, here's the movie out. Buy it perfect (laughs) what's your take on toy story bro um so the other day i was looking at how pixar was animating this film and it was so revolutionary for its time i think it came out what 94 95 around there uh correct me if i'm wrong um viewers um but um for its time man like it is so technologically advanced and I think we have a year. 95, yeah, okay. 95. Cool. Um, I love it. I mean, it, it paved the way for Pixar. Like, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, Squaresoft's Final Fantasy. You know, it paved the way for many future films. And I... I... Uh, I'm not saying that it's a perfect movie. But mm. right right now, I'm... If I were to put it, it would be... In, either s or a i'm fine with either one man i love it plus you got a friend in me randy newman come on i gotta tell you the music the acting the story plot the first tour story hit every single thing and even watching it like nowadays if i go back and watch it again it's still so good so good and i love like the whole part of mrs nesbitt (laughs) i love the planet I love every yeah, it's great. At the end, all the toys act like zombies and try to attack Sid. Oh man, that traumatizes him. Oh my god! So I gotta tell you, this film is such a big film to me. Honestly, I think if you had to watch any Pixar film ever, this one still holds up, even though it was released in '95. And I'm putting it in the S tier. Can I say real quick, my Mrs. Nesbitt? That 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 just that yeah. just sells it for me. I love that scene so yeah. much. I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. Nesbitt. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was so good. Right. <laughs> We're going to put it in an S. So, mm-hmm. we got to tackle another film. And we got to remember, lots of Pixar, there's a lot of standalone films. 
but because these standalone films are so good, they have to spawn their sequels and then they become everything else. So now we're going to talk about another film that does just that, and it's Cars, the first Cars mm. film. Now, I gotta tell you, I rewatched all the Cars films probably like six months ago, and honestly, they're pretty good. They're pretty, pretty decent. I can't really find too many flaws in them. Now, as we go over the other ones, when we go over two and three, we'll tackle that there. But if we go over just one, I mean, it's like the easy story. You know, yeah. we got the hotshot racer. He show, you know, he has to become humble in the town, and then that helps him race better in the end. And right. I, I just think it's great. I think it's a great film. I love the whole idea of like the NASCAR setting. But we're not even gonna even touch this film until we touch something very specific. And that has to be one of the stories that people have told that comes with seeing mm. the film. And that story is that Cars takes place basically after, like, a nuclear winter. And because of that, the Cars gain sentience. What? And I've read other things. I've read certain posts that said, like, it was the Cars, like, basically got fused with their owners. And that's why they have those personalities. What? It's supposed to be, it takes place in like the real Pixar universe, but much further in the future where all the humans have died out and now the cars are the sentient beings on the planet. <laughs> Do you really think Pixar and Disney said they're like, Here, this is going to fly over their heads? <laughs> well, you know what? I think what happened is they said, hey, we should make like a cartoon for some kids. And they said, what should we use as our character? And someone said, what about cars? They kind of look like they have faces. And that's how it started. Then someone on the internet puts this big blog post about it. And I think, like, one of the animators said something. It was either him or one of the storyboard guys who just said something like, <laughs> yup, that's <laughs> definitely true, 100%. Right. Who knows if it's real or not. But just as a film, if you watch it with yeah. that intent, it's, like, kind of weird and kind of freaky right. if you really put it into your own perspective. But just as a film, just as a standalone film, when it first came out, we didn't know there was going to be more Cars films. I thought this one pretty I mean, good. I mean, not pretty gonna lie, good. I saw it in theaters when I was a wee lad, you know, and like it was, it was good. I mean, it's it's a Pixar mm -hmm. film, so it's visually stunning, you know, like and again, it's like a classic tale yes. where like the hot shot becomes humble, and it's some like an easy story to follow. So I mean, like, exactly. I don't mind it. Um, I'm. It's definitely not C. Definitely not dog water. Um, I don't think I would put up a B. I would probably say A. It's a, it's a decent film that it's easy to follow and like. Uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, Life yeah. is a Highway? That song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. exactly where I was thinking it should go. I think it's a great film. I think it's fun to watch. It still holds up today. You know, you got the colors, the acting. Everything is great in it. I don't think it's as perfect as a movie for me as Toy Story is. I think yeah. Toy Story really kind of like set the bar. Yeah. But I, I still think it's pretty great. All right. Let's hit one of the standalone films on. Uh, and I have been looking all over and I wanted to choose one of these, but I feel like we have to do this one and we have to we have to get it out of the way because there's two big films and they compete with each other. So the first film we got to talk about is Wally. I Wally was one of those films that when it came out, <laughs> I did not care for it. I was in I was at that like weird age where like I was too old to be going to see kids movies but I wasn't too like what do you call it when you get like much older and then you're like yeah, oh that's like from my childhood yeah. nostalgia I'll go right. see that movie I don't care if I'm an adult I was yeah it was in the same thing and I also blame other like everyone else kind of says the same thing to me like one of the biggest things that came out around this time too was like the whole <laughs> yeah. high school musical trilogy and all my friends were like, oh, we're going to go see High School Musical. And I remember looking at them going, you guys are weird and crazy. Why are you guys, you're all like older kids. You're going to go to like this weird theater with a bunch of like four-year-olds and stuff like that. And that's why I mm. missed Wally. It was my own pride from it. So I didn't even catch it to years later. And I got to tell you, in my perspective, my own opinion, watching Wally. I was not yeah, that impressed. I, it definitely tries to tell the mark about like human society and all that, like how we need to be careful. So it's kind of like mm -hmm. I feel it's like it's well, not really a subtle film. It's sort of subtle with its message, but like to be honest, man, I mean, I think you and I were the same age yeah. when it came out because I think it was like either summer after our ninth grade year at high school 
or going into our sophomore year. Um, what year? Uh, 2008. Oh, 2008. So this was this was me going into my yeah, yeah. freshman yeah, yeah. year so, like, of high school. I agree. Year. Like, yeah. For me, honestly, man, like I'm a very like empathetic and kind of like emotional dude. So when I see like Wally struggling, I'm like, I get like, no, <laughs> like I want to give him a hug. And for me, it kind of made it like yeah. hard for me to yeah. watch a little bit. But like, I appreciate like what Pixar was trying to do with it. And yeah. like you know, um, yeah. I mean, I I don't. I would say give it like in the B. Yeah ranking like it, it's it's there but it kind of like missed the mark and just a, a little bit just a little bit exactly it's it's one of those things where you either absolutely love this film and you think it's amazing or you think right. it's like just not not a good movie and it's so drastic in how it's seen that way and honestly like the way i see wally like i understand like i like your point like mm-hmm. he's kind of like this like weakling who has to like be brave and he has to step up and do all this stuff. And that's a big yeah, thing yeah. in all of Pixar. Like all of Pixar has that stuff. It's always like the guy who's the misfit or the guy who's he's too cocky or he thinks he's the best. Or, you know, like even look at Monsters <laughs> Inc. We have like Mike Wazowski, he's like right. real small and everyone told him no, and then he gets yeah. the job. It's something like that. Um, I just did not really care for the whole thing of like humans are too fat so they're in space so Wally has to like save all of them but he's like a junk robot and I I just could not get into it and I blame my own pride for it but I think that's what it is now I have to give you a hot take real quick I gave you that hot take first on Cars but one of the theories is while Cars is happening the humans are in outer space <laughs> wait Wally. so yeah. Wait, no, no, it no. Hold up. So we, we meet Wally here at this dystopian like junkyard, and cars <laughs> become sentient. I'm just telling you, it flows together. But in my opinion, I'm gonna do what you said, and I I agree with you. I think it's a B movie. I don't think it's right. great. It's not super rewatchable, in, in my opinion. It's like a little yeah. too sad, a little too iffy for me. Uh, not as fun as cars. Right. Not and as this great. Is, like Toy Story. this is our cup of tea compared to yours. So if you if if you like it, watch it by all means. Like, yes. Like Pixar films are awesome. It's just like we feel like it just missed a mark just a little bit. Still a good movie. Check it out for sure. But like we feel like we wouldn't personally yeah. rewatch it again. Yeah. And if you really don't like it and you got cry, you know, let those. I got tears story about. Drop. I got a story about that later when we go yeah. into the other films. I'm gonna I'm gonna be all out on this one. <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah, because oh, we have we have to yeah. tackle this one. We have to tackle this film. This is the other film uh-huh. that I missed the mark of, um, and everyone else saw it, and everyone else said it was probably the greatest mm. Pixar film in the history of Pixar. Okay, that that is the film Up. Now, I understand, but a lot of people that I know they enjoyed the movie Up, but the only reason they enjoyed it was because they cried when they found out yeah. like the whole thing with the flashback yeah. and the husband and the wife and everything. And that was the only answer they could give me. It was so sad. I cried. I don't necessarily want to go to a movie to cry. I don't. So, I mean, but, you know, I guess sometimes you're in a mood right. and you're like, this is the one we got to go to. But that's why I'm excited to hear your take on it. Because I got to tell you, I saw Up once. And it was probably, let's just take a quick search mm-hmm. on uh, when it came out. Um but I can tell you mm-hmm. that, so this came out 2009. I was in high school and I can tell you, I didn't watch it in high school and everyone didn't do it. I didn't even check it out okay. until probably halfway through college. And again, it's one of those movies, uh, you know, it's cute, it's fun, but it wasn't my nostalgia. So I just didn't yeah. like it as much. But I got to hear from you because it's it's one of those films everyone like everyone I've talked to loves it. So I got to hear from you. What is your opinion on the movie Up? So for me, I didn't see what the big deal was. Um, I personally didn't like like it the first time, but I rewatched it recently. I think within the past year. And yeah, I mean, the first scene gets you. I think it's very bold and daring for Pixar to do such a thing, especially if your demographic is like for kids, like you're showing them loss, a huge form of loss. But I think the the theme for me is like learning how to let go and to move on. And I think that's like a very big theme to, mm-hmm. you know, mention. Uh, and for me, like I had to rewatch it again, but yeah, I liked it. 
uh, at first, you know, I was a kid. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, it, it just didn't appeal to me. Yeah. But now, I guess since I'm older now and I've gone through some things in life where it's like, oh, yeah, like loss is inevitable and learning to let go and let go of the things and to move on. And I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good film to watch when you're older. Um, as a kid, it's just like, oh, like Kevin or uh, yes. Russell is the kid's name. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah. But like, I think it's a good like adult film. Right, right. It's like a so teaching Tina, film. Like, it like helps I... you understand your emotions. Mm, this is tough. I would probably. Right. I'm telling you, it's, it's a tough film. And it's like you said, it's one of those things where. As a kid, you watch it and you're kind of like, oh, like feelings. It's, yeah, I'm learning about it. And then when you get to like that teenager thing, you're like, I know everything in the world. I don't need to worry about this. And then as an adult, you're like, wow, this actually had a lot of teaching stuff that I missed as a kid. And you enjoy it more. Um, Me personally, yeah. I mean, like, I was torn between like A and B. I don't think it's an S rank, but. I would say it's kind of like wine. It, it gets better with time. So I would say when you're old, like you can watch it whatever age. I'm not, I'm not restricting you to watch it like what age. But yeah, I would put it, I would put it at B. I think that's a good ranking then. Yeah. Okay. So we have four movies down. We got a yep. bunch to go. We're going to start pushing through these. Here we go. Uh, let's start with mm-hmm. Onward. This is a newer film. Uh, really, I think... For me, Onward got the hype because it <laughs> yeah. had Marvel actors in the film, and that's why people liked it. It was um, yep. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. So I think that was 90% of the reason why people wanted to see it. They said, Pixar? Oh, I like Pixar. Oh, it has the Marvel guys in it? I'll go see the Marvel guys. So I think that was the big thing for it. As far as the actual story goes, I didn't think it was that amazing. You know, I think the brotherly thing is nice. And I have my brothers and I, you know, like, to me, I always connect on that level. But I think the whole thing with the dad and the pants and just the, just kind of like the rest of it, it wasn't okay. that engaging for me. It was one of those films that, like, a lot more have come out and I have, like, really enjoyed it. But so far, I just haven't, I just haven't been able to fully, gotcha. like, fall in love with it. So... Onward, iffy, I don't know, but I okay. honestly would put yeah, it in the I mean, tier. this is going to be one of the few films where I haven't seen, and I'll let you take charge of this one. So, and I will agree, when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, like, Spider-Man, Star-Lord, you know, I was excited to see it. I just haven't got the chance to. I've heard some mixed yeah. things about it. Uh, I've heard some that's like, oh, this is really good, you know, because it's Pixar, and others like, ah, oh, like, it could have been better. So if you feel like it's a C, if you feel like it's a C rank, Exactly. Put it on there. Yeah, I just think it, it's one of those things that I saw once. Oh, oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, For, yeah. Like, by all means, yes. Finding Nemo because number one, really? the music. Finding the music Nemo. is so, so, so good. The the colors, the animation, and like the story too. Like there are times where like, like the beginning, yeah. like up, yeah. it hits you with like a huge emotional uh, like uh, scene. And then it, it doesn't keep bringing it up. It's just like, here's what happens. And you just really feel for like Marlon trying to find his son. And it's kind of like, he's there. Like he's right like where Nemo is. And like when they finally, that's the other thing too. When they finally uh, reunite, it's kind of like, yes. Like you put your, like your fists in the air. Like, yes, they finally reunited. And it's just like, man, it's such a good film. And like one of the few Pixar films that actually get me teary-eyed. It's just so good, man. Like I, I, me personally, I'm I'll, I would put up an S rank all the way, man. It's so good. Definitely my favorite Pixar film. And you know what? I I think we're gonna have to do that too because it's just one of those films that yeah. No matter where you were, it didn't matter when I saw it the first time, the second time, the eightieth time. If you were told mm-hmm, you were watching mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, it was a hype time. We liked yep. Finding Nemo. It's going up in that. It's one of the legendary Pixar films. Let's keep it going. Um, yeah. So, next film I want to talk about, we're also going to try to cover like all the base films, okay. and then we'll get in the sequels later. I got to talk about one of my favorite films of all time. All time. It doesn't matter if it's Pixar. It doesn't matter Disney. It doesn't matter whatever it is. It is The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. The Incredibles is one of my favorite movies. Period. First of all, I love superhero films, yeah. so this one was great. Second of all, you got the family. I love the whole plot. I love uh, Michael Giacchino does the music. 
and it's great. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. And it's one of those themes that marching bands have copied throughout the country over the years. Kids have dressed up as these characters. They still continue to dress up as these characters. It's just one of those things where it's like, The Incredibles to me mm-hmm. is the perfect, the absolute perfect film when it comes to making something of that caliber. So if you want to make something that's for kids, but adults would love, and it's fun and exciting, and it teaches you a lesson, and whatever else you want to do, mm-hmm. The Incredibles. That should be your your line. That should be like you, the like, very base line of like, this, this is film, perfect, like... and that's how close <laughs> you want to hit. That the is music is so opinion. good, man. I how do you feel about The Incredibles? Like, the jazzing, fe- jazzing features a bit. Like, there's like a scene like in the film where uh, Bob, he like goes into uh, the island, and he's in that room where it's like in the volcano, and you see the lava wall and there's like a, a muted trumpet and like this nice jazz like swing. Oh my gosh, dude. It's so good, man. And like you said, I mean, superhero films are awesome, but I feel like this is where Pixar really hit their stride. Like the animation was smooth. I I, I love the characters. Like each character had like their own like uh, personality, which you should. And like Edna Mode, the world's introduced to Edna Mode. Uh, yeah, so like, dude, it's, it's one of like, Yeah, like the top Pixar films, so man, man, it's so good. Do you ever see the whole thing about Edna Mode? Well, she's uh, played by Brad Bird, the director. He's the one that does her voice. Uh huh. And she's based off of. I'm going to show you this here. And for anyone else that's listening, and they want to follow along. If anyone else has ever seen the show, it's NCIS LA. And um, there's like this lady who's in charge. Her name is Hetty. <laughs> and this is what she looks like. And that's who, that's like who Edna was based off of. And if you watch, she does. if you like she watch does, her yeah. at all, it's exactly the right character. It's so funny. Yeah. Might not be anymore, but this is my other S tier film. Great. Yeah. Okay. Man, it's hard to get those out of and then like move and say like, I need to stop and decompress and then move on to the next film. It's hard to go over all these. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a couple of these. Yeah. Uh, that weren't always like my favorite. A little bit newer, a little bit newer. Then we'll tackle the old ones. Uh, first off, the Good Dinosaur. This is one one of those films that, like, first of all, like I'm pretty sure it was based off a book. I could be wrong if it's a hundred percent not, but it's one of those things. Like, even if I give you a short like history of it, like first of all, set in an alternate history. <laughs> in which non-avian dinosaurs never became <laughs> extinct. First of all, that sounds awesome. But not in a Disney movie, right? I want to see that in like a more like like mm-hmm. Jurassic Park in where dinosaurs were just there. They didn't have to create them to make an island. Like the <laughs> dinosaurs were just right. there. And people have been living with them for years. Kind of like a new age Pokémon, but in like real life. Like that would be cool. Um as far as the movie goes, it's cute. It's cute. It's fun. Um, I think the bad part about it was yeah. it came out in 2015. And right. that was me in the middle of college. So I wasn't... If I was going to see a movie, it wasn't going to be that. It just... Yeah, it just wasn't there for me. Um, I did see it eventually. And again, like I said, it's a cute film. Good for kids. Uh, not the best I don't think it's dog water, though. I don't think Pixar really has made to, like, if any, dog water films. Um, yeah. This one might be the closest, but the only reason it might be the closest is just because the art films are so good. I've heard, like, basically the same things that you've said about, like, the reaction of the film. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair with me. And I think you made a really good point. If the movie comes out and you see the trailer and it doesn't make you want to go see it, then it's not going to be one of those films that, like, you're excited for. But a lot of this has to do with nostalgia right. on our parts because we grew up with it. So that's going to be the, the tough thing to get uh, through. Mm-hmm. Next thing is Inside Out. The movie about the feelings, showing the, the feelings are there and everything. Um, that's what I was thinking exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not as good as these other films or the sequels that came out before and after it. And that's why it's there. It's right in the middle. It's not the best. It's not the worst. So far, our B films are Wally Up and Inside Out. So if okay. you gave me the option to watch them, I would probably pick Inside Out, to be honest. Yeah. And that just kind of shows my opinion on just that. Okay. Uh, Coco. Coco is... 
the movie that made me wow. as an adult enjoy Pixar movies again. Um, I didn't see it in the theater, but I did see it later. And the best part about ever working in like education or at a camp or something like that is you get to watch kid movies. Yeah. And then you get to watch them and go like, oh, that's actually not that bad. Or this one is terrible. Coco was that thing. First of all, the music in Coco is fantastic. It really is. It just really is. And if you're someone that's like never really been introduced to the culture that is presented, um, I, growing up, growing up in school, I had to take a bunch of different Spanish classes. And the Spanish teachers would always try to teach different cultures from people. In. And you hear a little bit about like, you know, the Day of the Dead and everything. And I think this movie, like this movie just really sums it up well. It shows you like a really cool thing of like what they kind of believe is actually happening. And you get to see like, you know, everyone interact with each other. I think it's like, it's fun, it's cool. And it shows like the whole thing of like, belief is like the strongest part. I'm going to tell you, I'm putting it in the A. And if you have not seen Coco, I'm telling you guys, next time you're watching something, even if you, if you need an excuse and you got to watch it with someone who's younger than you or something like that, watch Coco. I'm telling you, it's yes. actually fantastic. Um, the next one we are going to tackle is Ratatouille. Ratatouille. This was a film that I watched once and said, eh, I could, I don't care. I don't care about it. And I had a friend, um, and he was on Twitter and he kept posting this thing on Twitter about like, I like because of COVID <laughs> and he had to stay home every day. He was like, I don't know what to do. I just watch Ratatouille every day. And people are like, what? And he was like, I'm not kidding. And every day he'd post, I'm watching Ratatouille again. I'm watching Ratatouille again. Oh, so yeah. I said, I haven't seen Ratatouille in years. I'll give it a shot. And I got to tell you, I like Ratatouille. I, I, first of all, I like the aspect of cooking. I think cooking looks amazing in Pixar. I think they did the research really, really well for like chefs and the food and how to prepare it. And like just the animation of cutting things and thin yeah. slices or I the think colors. It's, like, it's, it's one it of those in. films where Pixar didn't that really need like awesome. a, a big villain. I really like I'm Ratatouille. sure you had the food critic, you know, but that's okay. Like, and, and like, I feel like that like filled in the gap uh, as it yeah. should have. And dude, the other day, not gonna lie, uh, I was having like, like a fruit salad, right? And I was, <laughs> I was eating like pineapples, uh, grapes, blueberries, strawberries, right? And for yeah. some reason, as I was eating it, I was like, ooh, I wonder if these two, like this grape and this pineapple, like mixes together. And I, <laughs> I closed my eyes, like how like Remy did. And I was like, ooh, okay. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a learning experience. You will learn flavors, but yeah, dude, I love anything with like animation and cooking. I mean, right. like uh, Studio Studio Ghibli, or even like, um, even like. I just think like animation, like food and animation, oh, it makes yeah. you like hungry, but also appreciate the art of cooking. Yes, I feel yes. like, and especially this one, man, it's a simple plot. And also the main, one of the main characters, his name's Linguini. Linguini is one of my favorite pastas. So I'm like, oh yeah, all the way up. I liked it. It was awesome. Yeah. I think it's great too. And I liked your whole point about like, it didn't need necessarily that villain. The whole plot could have been, he was entering a cooking contest. It could have been he was right. trying to recreate a long lost recipe. It could have been anything, and I still would have loved the movie. Yeah, just like the plot's like one yeah, of the smaller things. This was just yeah. one of those films that like you enjoy from start yeah. to end. So I'm gonna put it in the A tier. It's just yeah, you love it. You love it. <laughs> yeah. Um A Bug's Life. Ooh, okay. This movie has a lot with me. Um this was one of the films you remember yeah, like, day, yeah, man, like yeah. you could get like Disney and Pixar films and they'd be in like those like plastic storybook cases and stuff like that on VHS tape okay so I had we had me and my brothers we had Bugs Life a lot of stuff we had the tape we had toys we had me too you know, pillows me too. whatever it was sheets whatever um, we even had Bugs Life for the Playstation 1 and I gotta tell you, Bug Life, I think it's, I love it as a film. I think it's really fun. I think the voice cast is underrated and people don't yeah. like, remember it. I think it's one of those films that, like, a lot of people, right. even our age, like, they just kind of forgot about it. Like, it drifted away and no one knows about Bug's Life anymore. 
it also weirdly it came out within like months of yeah uh, movie yeah, yeah you're right and that was a dreamworks film and it's kind of weird to think that like i want to know which company said i have this really cool idea but we're making an animated film about ants and then the other company got wind of it <laughs> and they were like we're doing it too and bug's life is more like like it's fun and it's good for the family but like it's kind of like like angry it's mostly like a small village yeah. and then a biker gang shows up to beat up the village people unless they get their way that's no. pretty much what it is <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like have you ever seen the movie wild hogs that's a movie also with tim allen um basically it's like these four dudes that are like like suburban husbands <laughs> that all ride bikes and they want to act like they're big tough bikers to fight off a different biker gang so they yeah. can protect like a small town and a bug's life is almost like the same type of idea with it but this gives yeah. you the thing that we talked about before pixar movies do the main character flick he is unwanted he's unseen no one cares about him so he goes off on a mission because everyone's like, "We'll just get rid of him." Uh, I believe it was the city, it was in the theater of New York. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's I love this yeah. film. I love watching it. I think it's yeah. very, very underrated. Like you said, I agree. Like I feel like a lot of people forget it because it's like, "Oh, there's Finding Nemo, there's The Incredibles, there's uh, Cars." You know, this one, yeah, man. Like you too. If you haven't seen this film yet, or you're just like, "Eh," do yourself a favor yes, and watch it. Exactly. It's so good. Get that Disney Plus subscription. Come check out the uh, okay. the A tier Bugs Life. Okay, next we have Brave. Um, I gotta tell you, I like the idea and everything that was presented in Brave. Um, you know, you get the princess that doesn't want to be a princess; she wants to be a tomboy. It's kind of seen as like that's a no no in her culture. Um, and she gets like big and strong, and then she has like I wish this happens, but the wish comes back on her, and the mom turns into a bear. Honestly, um, <laughs> when this first came yeah. out, I got it confused with being also part of Brother Bear, like yeah. that Brother Bear franchise, even though it's not the same at all. And it's just because people turn into bears. And for me, if that one little aspect is the thing that is the only thing I think of when I think of this movie, then to me, it's not that it's not going to be as good. Like if I think about all these other films that we have in S and A, I yeah. can think about the entire film start to end different points in the film this part right. was funny this part was sad i can't do that with brave i'm just not i'm just not there and i think if honestly if i'm going to watch a movie an animated movie about this culture um i love like the you know the whole accent and everything and bringing it in here i just think it's one of those things where it was more gimmicky than it was an actual film like seeing like something like this i remember seeing the trailer they're like oh this looks so beautiful i feel like this is like where like yeah uh, pixar yes. like stepped up like there they had like a little update in their animation it's like oh this looks pretty yeah and even like meredith meredith's hair i'm like oh my gosh like that's awesome i haven't seen it <laughs> um, yeah it looks good, and I gotta tell you, if it wasn't an Irish lass, if it was a young Irish lad with yeah. red hair, maybe named Mitchell, who knows, that would have been, that would have been more incentive for me to go see it. Um, but even even any part of my Irish heritage, Scottish heritage, whatever heritage, I just didn't didn't really gravitate towards yeah. it. So I'm gonna give it uh, the brave score of a B for brave. Perfect. So, this movie has a lot mm. to offer. Um, this movie has to deal with music. It has to deal with what you want out of life mm. and what you're going to do to achieve that goal in a very realistic sense. So, if anyone has ever... First of all, if you're musically inclined, this movie's pretty good. But I would not say that just for the music that it's the reason you should watch it. I don't think the music is enough in the film. What I do think I like is that. enough is the whole point of how you want to live your life and what are you going to do. And it's all about that. And that's one of those things that's like, a lot of people liked it, but the reason people liked it was because it related to a lot of people, especially millennials who are basically being told as we're growing up now, you know, we're getting to those ages right. where we have to like, basically choose that one area that we're gonna be in for the next 40 years. That's what we have to choose. And when you get told, hey, you're going to come do this job, you're going to make uh, 
you know, whatever it is, let's say $40,000 a year for 40 years. And that's going to be your next 40 years. There's no, like, you get to take years off. There's no this. You're not going to be a millionaire. You're not going to be, like, absolute dirt poor. But this is what you're doing. And if someone goes, well, I don't want to do that. You have an older generation that tells yeah. us, too bad. That's how life works. And us as, like, our generation, we want to do what we want yeah. to do. Right. I think that's the hardest part is uh, that's why a lot of people are trying to become YouTube stars and streamers and stuff like that. Because we want to do something that's wow. fun for us. And realistically, it's too hard. And this movie tackles that idea. What are you going to do? What do you want to do with your life? And how are you going to make sure that you achieve that goal? And mm-hmm. here's my my biggest thing with that. I love that. And I love that that's the message for it. Oh. However... To me, this film is a little too real. Like, this is the film that, like, <laughs> tells me what I'm going to do, and I can relate to it, but I'm not sitting there, like, having fun with it. I'm not like, man, <laughs> like, look at this toy, like, try to jump into the back of, like, a claw machine, or, man, the superhero yeah. bear punched this guy in the face. This is a movie where I sit there and go, what do I want to do with my life? Is this what I want to do? Should I stop now? So... It's a great film. It makes me think. And I think if we were basing it off of, like, importance, or if we're basing it off of just, like, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it besides just, like, being thoughtful and mind-provoking, it would be at the top. But for me, yeah. I don't want to rewatch this film over and over. Yeah. Because it makes me think about all that yeah. stuff. I want to watch a film that I can turn my brain off a little bit okay. for and relax. So for that, I'm going to put this in the B tier. It's not that it's not good. It's a great film. Okay, so now we're going to start hitting the sequels. And we're going to kind of do this in like a weird order. So whatever sequel I choose, if there's multiple sequels, uh, yep. then we're going to tackle all those and move on. So it's only for like two of the franchises. So we're going to do oh, the yeah, basic yeah. ones first and then we'll hit up those. Uh, I can't believe oh, yeah. I actually missed one more thing. But we'll do that. I can't believe I missed this one. We got to talk about Monsters, Inc. Monsters Incorporated. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know if I want to talk about Monsters, Inc. or if I want to talk about Monsters, U because it's a prequel. But I feel like we should talk about it with with release order. So, Monsters, Inc. came out first. I love this film. I love the music. I love the idea that monsters are in their own world and they, they're scared of humans. Yeah. It really took on the whole idea of, like, this is our world. And then if you flip it upside down, that's yeah. their world. And I love how they can just go through doors and go out through, like, different areas of the world. I like it. I think it's a pretty solid film. I think it's funny. I think the characters are fun to watch. I think the story is good. Um, <laughs> my my critical uh, seven or eight-year-old self, I was like, I don't know about this. This this doesn't look good. But when I actually saw it, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is pretty good. Um, I agree with everything you said, man. And plus, like, Mike Wazowski, uh, Sully, yeah. I mean, like, two great characters. I mean, like, I didn't yeah. feel like there was a dull moment in this film. Um, and a little bit, uh, I, this is my hot take, a little bit of an underrated villain in Randall. I I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't do too much, but his presence was there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say, yes. mm, this is tough. I wouldn't say this is like an S rank, but I would definitely be up in the top of the A rank. Right, and I, I agree. I'm putting in yeah, it's a, I think that's just kind of where it belongs. It's not a movie that changed Pixar for me, but mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic film. Now, Monsters University, the prequel. I think they're great. I love the ending of it, too, where it shows... It gives you that gap in between the end of University all yeah. the way up to Monsters, Inc. It mm-hmm. shows everything. So you get that full story. Um, I don't think it really did justice with Randall right. that much. Uh, you know, like the whole thing. I think the one part about it that's like kind of funny is that it. I don't want to spoil it too hard, but honestly, it's been out for a while, so I don't care. If you don't like this, you're gonna have to fast forward. Okay, you're just gonna have to fast forward for this one part. But basically, it shows that at the end they get kicked out of college. So it shows that basically, since they were kicked out, they didn't have any degrees. They couldn't get the big job, so they started in like the mail room, and then they worked their way up to finally being on the scare floor through auditions and it kind of shows that even if you fail out of college even if it's college just was not the thing for you if school if the normal way of going about things is not the way for you you can still get to the level that you want to get and that's why i that's why i like it i think it's just like a fun film i didn't care about 
the middle part like i don't think it's that important I really enjoy about pixar is that it really makes you like it has so like such deep themes like disguised in animation and just like presenting itself as like a disney yeah. film or a pixar film rather um or both um but uh yes i think it's just like heavy and i think that's such like a great theme um because i the first time i watched this was 2016 when we lived together in college and i remember it was just on like tv and i was just watching like oh wow like this is actually not that bad because i didn't see it's like oh like, whatever you know but i think it i agree it did its job i think it was a great prequel and um I really like how they cemented the gap between um, this one and then the original Monster Thing. Put this also in A, but at the end. That's where it's going to go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next, Finding <laughs> Dory. Was it as good as Finding Nemo? No. No, it wasn't. I don't, I just, it, listen, uh, I think it's good. <laughs> you go first. This was your favorite. You go first. So I remember an embarrassing story. Uh, I, I, I mentioned this earlier, so it's going to happen. Uh, I remember seeing this with uh, my family and my sister was next to me and I was like personally going through like a tough time you know and uh, the intro I, I remember saying that the intro Finding Nemo didn't make me cry but this <laughs> this intro Finding Dory actually made me cry and like I don't know what came over me like I like started like I wasn't yeah. bawling my eyes out but I was like yeah like, right the little sniff moments and, uh, and it's just like yeah, so like I'm like, man, Pixar, there you go again. I thought it, it, it's not on the same level as Finding Nemo yes. in any means. Um, but I felt like, I mean, that's tough. Like, I don't, for me personally, I would probably put this at the top of B. Mm. Mm. Uh, I do think it's better than Wally. -E. Um, that's that's yeah, just right me. There. But yeah. it, it's it's still delivered. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't like the. It, it was a good it, it's kind of like a spin yes you know like and oh that's, like if you want to know what happened after then and that's like, the issue is because if you're going to make a sequel to the film we want to be as good or better than the first one and it, it didn't it just right. didn't hold up now it was hard to do that but they were ambitious and that's what happened yeah yeah okay sure. uh incredibles 2 honestly in my opinion it's a lot like what we just said with finding dory uh i like yeah. incredibles 2 i think it's really cool but i think the problem was Incredibles 1, I think, came out in 2008. I have all the dates here. I looked it up. Um, 2003. 2003, 2004. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was way long ago. So you have... <laughs> 2004 and the Incredibles big 2, 2018. And I understand the, like, the idea of it. Uh, the director, Brad Bird, literally said, like, I don't want to release it until it's perfect. But the problem with that is then we stopped caring. Yeah. It got too far. So when it's that long of a wait and then you go, oh, I'm putting it out. We are expecting because it took so long for this film to be perfect. Like he said, I want this movie to be perfect. And it wasn't. It wasn't perfect. I think the plot was kind of iffy. I think they focused a little too much on the gimmick stuff with it you know before it was like the kids had to like really learn how to like come into their own in this film it's more just like we're rich but it's too hard being rich and then there was like an evil villain and i just think they they should have chose one thing like the the whole thing with the last girl was awesome but the whole thing with bob staying at home was like funny for the first time but then he was doing it for 90 percent of the movie yeah and i just didn't i just did not like it later on so i think it's good um it's a film that like if you like incredibles one you should definitely watch incredibles two but it's not as rewatchable as incredibles one um so i'm gonna put it down here with finding dory i think it's around the same type of yeah. idea i think the big yeah i think the big thing that hurt it was the time gap i mean i remember seeing this when it came out and they did this whole thing like it's been like 14 years since like this came out i'm like oh yeah i'm, I'm hyped but i feel like what really hurt it was the huge gap and like you said like it's understandable yep. where it's like okay we want to make sure this film is good enough so that way it pleases the audience and i get that but if you release it say like three years later four years later i feel like i have a bigger pop um i i didn't yeah. mind it um i didn't think it was like the best or the worst but i agree i agree with it like right behind finding dory yeah it's just how it goes uh next is cars uh i think it's fun i think it's a cool film to watch and everything i like the action point of it i think it's a good film 
But I think it's it's one of those again, it falls in that place. It's like it's the sequel that was not as good as the original. Uh after that we're gonna see Cars Three. Cars three. What you need to know, the main guy in Cars Three, it's basically okay. like the Rocky films was the whole point. He did his job. Then the second one he wasn't even the main guy. And then the third one he's getting old, so he can't keep up with the young kid. I get it. I think it's okay, like the story they do, but I just don't think I don't think it's one of the ones I like would want to watch over and over. So like I could still put it in B, maybe even C, but I'm gonna put like at the bottom of B. Gotcha. You know? I think that's like the hard point. No, nope. it would definitely be down there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we need to waste any more time on it. It's just how the car series is. If you want to watch the car series, one, two, then three, get your own opinion about it. But it goes in that order of best to worst. Okay, yep. we're at the last three films. The biggest series, Toy Story, the, the first S tier, the, the you know the Papa Dog of the series. I'm gonna put these okay. down first, and then I want you to see how I rank them. Yep. Okay, Toy Story one. S tier. I thought it was great. Okay. Toy Story 2. This is really tough for me. But Toy Story 2, in my opinion, is like top of B tier. I think it's a good a good one. I think it's a fun film. Introduces a lot of characters. But Toy Story yeah. 3, I had more fun with. I had much more fun with Toy Story 3. It gave me that reaction, the same reaction that you get in like Up or Wally, that type of thing. It really brought together a perfect end yeah. for <laughs> the franchise. And then they made Toy Story 4. And as much as I want to put this in the dog water no. tier. Because I did not enjoy Toy Story 4. I didn't. I would love to put it there. The only thing that could save this is the cast of characters. And that would move it up to C. But let's get your opinion. So first, Toy Story 2. My idea is B. What is your idea on Toy Story 2? Um, that's tough. Uh, I, what are you thinking? I thought, like, it was a good sequel. I thought it really delivered as, like, any sequel should. Um, I kind of felt like the, the climax of the film was a little underwhelming with, yes. like, Prospector Pete. <laughs> um, I, I just... I thought it was kind of like underwhelming. Like, yeah. Like, like I don't know. I thought they could have done better at that, but I liked it. Um, I, I really, uh, I really like the theme of it. Toy Story 3, though. And this is like where I'm like the most passionate at this, in my opinion. So I thought that Toy Story 3 should have ended it right there. It was the perfect way to end it. And again, emotional time. Yeah. I, I, teared up i wasn't like bawling my eyes up at the end where andy was like oh these are like who's going through all those toys and all that i was like bro i grew up i grew up with you and now like you're like leaving and it's exactly. just like it's kind of like yeah yeah it wasn't just him yeah the exactly toys. and it i thought that was giving it did that so well giving the and toy story 4 we saw this yes. together like in, in the theaters and like they did I, and i remember like i think i looked at you and i was like we did we think? did and you're like yeah, <laughs> and I felt the same way. Like I don't think. Yeah, it yeah, just like, wasn't. I don't think it should have. It wasn't. Opinion. I'm not trying to be mean right. or anything, you know, because there's some people who like it, and like if you like it, cool. Like no, no, like no problem with that. But for me, like I feel like this could have been like a short or like a, like a not. It shouldn't have been like a main movie. I felt like it was so unnecessary. I felt like it didn't make any sense. Yeah, like it didn't have the same yes, clo- like I, the ending with like. I Woody agree with and uh, Bo. And I don't think that it should have happened. I, I felt like it was kind of forced and it it didn't have, yeah, it didn't have the same closure. Like exactly. three, I felt they like had... three, if you were just to end the series, right. end it at three. But four, I mean, if you like it, cool. But I felt like it should have been like a spin-off or like, oh, this here's yes. like an extra like feature that we did, you know, whatever. But I liked Forky, like Forky was a funny character. I feel like that was like the big thing yes. that like got me through. I was like, okay, Forky, like I had a few laughs in there, but like it's yeah. That that's my opinion on that. And I yes, and I agree with you. I mean, Toy Story One I think was a great film. It's really cool, really fun to watch. Toy Story Two was a little too meta for me. Okay. It was the whole thing. Woody finds out he is a toy and like he's not the first Woody Buzz is like, Oh, I'm just a toy, I'm manufactured from all these other guys who think they're the real Buzz Lightyear. You know, uh, Toy Story 3, I just think, like, yeah. it took the two sequels, it added on more to it, 
was it New Age? Yes. Was I super excited for it? Not exactly, but it it gave us the ending that we didn't want to see, but we had to see. That was the yeah. thing. And then after you have such a great way to end, coming back for Toy Story 4 is like, you at that point, you're just trying to get money. You weren't trying to like keep telling the story. You're just trying to get money. Yeah. And I think the whole point of like, Woody does this big thing every single film. I'm Andy's toy. I'm Andy's toy. I'm Andy's toy. And then in 4, he's like, oh, well, you know, I am not Andy's toy anymore. So whatever. I'll just go be with Bo Peep. I just don't necessarily think that was the right direction to go in. Yep. But you heard it here, guys. That is our tier list. We did it. We put it together. And, you right. know, let, let's just just a quick go over it. The end of the Pixar tier list. We got in the C tier. We have Onward, The Good Dinosaur, and Toy Story 4. I couldn't give anybody dog yeah. water, but if I had mm-hmm. to choose, Toy Story 4 would be my dog water film of the day. Uh, in B tier, Toy Story 2, Soul, Finding Dory, Incredibles 2, Cars 2, Wally Up, Inside Out, Brave, and Cars 3. In A, Monsters Inc., Cars, Coco, Ratatouille, Bugs Life, Monsters U, and Toy Story 3. And in the S tier, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, and Incredibles. Steven, any closing <laughs> remarks on um, shutting I, the case closed? I will say that on this Pixar, tier list, they they're a one-of-a-kind company like they can tell really really great stories and their animation is by far like one of the best compared to disney and no wonder disney wanted to be partnered with them and i'm i'm excited to watch soul but i'm also really excited what they're gonna do for the future i is raya a a pixar film or is it a disney animation film do you know i think it's disney animation and that brings up a good point before anyone sits here and wants to say oh you didn't do uh like uh, Tangled, or you didn't do Moana, or any yeah. of that stuff. Those are not Pixar films. They are not Pixar films. Um, but I will say, in the upcoming years, we have oh yeah, a Pixar yeah. film called Luca. Uh, that's about yeah. It I don't even know what it's about, but I gotta tell you, the poster looks good. It kind of looks like a yeah, boy yeah. who's like half mermaid or something like that. It looks they're sea monsters. It's a sea monster thing. Okay. That looks interesting. They have Turning Red, which is uh, May Lee is a confident, dorky 13-year-old torn between staying at her mother's dutiful daughter and or being her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence. So it's like, what's she going to do? And <laughs> when she gets too excited, she turns into a giant red panda. There's the gimmick. You have to find it. And then... <laughs> And then finally, in 2022, they're bringing Lightyear, the Star Wars movie that's about the actual Buzz Lightyear, like the character. Okay, wait, not hold, the toy, on, hold on, Not some real life stuff. So, we no, have a no, lot. No, I, okay. no, 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 you Lightyear heard the red panda awesome. thing. I feel like that's such a huge, sharp left turn. Like, oh, she gets embarrassed, okay. And then she turns into a red panda. I love red pandas, but it's just like, that's so, like, out of lefty. <laughs> Every Pixar movie has to have a gimmick. And that some someone has to turn into something. Someone has to be something yeah. different. It's the gimmick. Yes. And that's that gimmick. But I hope you guys enjoyed our tier list. Uh, be on the lookout. We have another one coming up soon. And Steven, we're going to tackle a pretty big uh, Disney property. Well, it's part Disney property. In-